let me ask you something. How long are you considered a divorced person after you have been divorced? Like, how long do you have to hold that title? Is that in a I think forever it's forever. thing? Okay. The reason why I ask is because when I was setting up the bank account for our daughter, mm-hmm. they asked what my marital status was. And they, they only give you three well, options. Well, until you have a new status, babe. Okay. So, so they asked me, am I single, married, or divorced? Uh-huh. I said, well, I guess if I had to choose, I'm <laughs> single, right? But I've been divorced before, but that uh-huh. was 10 years ago. Uh-huh. Am I still considered that? She didn't answer the question. She just moved on. Yeah, that's too complicated for what she was trying to do, probably. But am I still considered the divorced guy? I believe so. Even if it's been that long? I don't think there's a time. You're just that. You're just that. Like, you were either never married, mm-hmm. so you're single. So maybe that should, that's what it should be. Yeah. Single should be never married. I believe that's technically what it means. I'm, I, well, I'm not single, but... Out of those three, I mean, I'm. You, you get what I'm saying? Like, if you and I weren't together, uh-huh. I would be single. I believe the intention is never married. So it's a game of semantics. I guess, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. That would make more sense. Never married. Because that's married, why there's divorced. three. Like, single, you were never married. Are you currently married? Or were you married once and you no longer are? Yeah. It just sucks having that stain on you, like divorce. Is that a stain? Okay, well, no, no, Everybody's no. been divorced. No, no, no. It's it's not. I'm not worried about how other people will feel about me. Okay. But the fact that I have to say that, like that was a different person ago. You see what I'm saying? Like, Ten years ago. That's a long time. And I still have to remind people that I was still married at one point. Like, what the fuck difference does it make? Okay, I see what you're you, saying. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that has nothing to do with who you are today. Now, yeah. now I could see if, you know, within that first year or two, maybe that can make a difference. Because if I was trying to buy a home or trying to do anything that would, could have required uh, some sort of signature or whatever, some and sort then, of release. Well, what, and what does it matter legally? to what you were trying to do? You were exactly. trying to open a bank account for a baby you're, you have with the person you weren't even divorced <laughs> Exactly. From. So what are we exactly. talking about? And, yeah. and, and it's not like, you know, I, I remember when we were separated because by my previous marriage, we were separated for almost five years before the divorce finalized. I remember that being important because that was important details. Hey, we're separated. We're not actually divorced. Technically, we're still married. So there are certain things that I couldn't do without her signatures stating that she had no involvement or whatever, maybe mm-hmm. until the divorce was finalized. Right. I could see a world where after that, immediately after that, I would disclose that I'm divorced just in case there was anything out there that specified our name or, or had our name together. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But 10 years later, that has nothing to do with her. They're never going to look her up. It's, it's like, I, do I still have to disclose that? Mm, I see what you're saying. But this also brought something else to my mind that I wonder about how people feel about it. Because mm-hmm. she kept your last name. Okay. Which I think is weird. But I don't know if that's a me thing. Because mm-hmm. that reminds me, like, do you keep a last name when you get divorced? How long do you keep it for? Do you, If you're going to change it, do you change it right away? Is there like a time frame? Like, do you keep it if you have children? Is it like, how do people, I think it's strange to keep the last name of a man you're no longer with, regardless of if you have children. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that's a me thing. But I also come from a culture where women, Hispanic women don't take their husband's last names. I was going to say, because you, you didn't take anyone's last name. No, but I didn't take anyone's last name because I didn't want anybody's last name. But culturally, Hispanic women don't take their husband's last name. Okay. That, that's a, a normal thing. No. I, that's an American thing. Mm-hmm. But like I don't, Hispanic women that I know for the most part don't didn't take their husband's yeah. last name. I, I side with you. I, I think it's strange that she kept the last name. But she's not the but, only person but that I I've un- heard. But I understood why she kept the last why name. Why did she keep it? Well, I think she, well, first of all, it's just easier that way because it's already there. So whatever. And I think she did it's it for. whatever though. Well, to her it was. Okay. You you're also looking at it from the lenses of someone that has, like you said, it's a culturally a completely different thing, and then. But even not culturally, 
even if it was my culture to change my last name, I find it odd. I don't know. But she's not the only person who I have heard, like a handful of people of women that I maybe not know directly, but I've heard that they keep their ex-husband's last name. And I think that's, to me, that's strange. But I don't, I wonder like how people feel about that or women. I, I didn't even think anything of it. Until you brought it up, I didn't think anything of it. Okay. And and you brought it up before today. Yeah. But it, it like I didn't I didn't think of it on the flip side. Like yeah, she kept my last name. No, my I wouldn't think I you were. But like I was wondering and from I the perspective of, of a woman. And I didn't think of it like, why can't you just let go? Why do you have my last? And like I didn't think of it. I I thought of it as my son has my last name, mm-hmm. and so I guess just to make things easier, she just and kept then the last name. When of you my move son. on. Mm-hmm. And you have a children, or you have children with other people, mm-hmm. but you still have the last name of the man you divorced, who you had your first kid with. That's weird to me. But see, it, that that wouldn't bother me. Like for instance, if if you had your ex husband's last name still, mm-hmm. I I wouldn't think anything of it. What if we were married? Well, if we were married and you didn't take my last name and you kept his last name, maybe that would be a little bit strange. Just but, maybe. <laughs> but but even then, I I guess I. I it's just a name. Like, it doesn't hold that much. For it instance, does. It's for instance, your identity. But watch this. On there'll paper. Be, there'll be some people that would have an issue with, if you and I got married, mm-hmm. there'll be some people that would have an issue with you deciding to keep your last name. They'd be like, well. Yes, but it's who I am. That's how I was born. Who I, I mean, but you would have to go out of your way to change something. But you simplified that right now because that's that's your culture and that's what you're okay with. But there'll be some people that would not be okay with that. I understand that. I understand what you're saying that there are layers to keep, you know, changing your name at one point and then not changing it again and you know, all this other stuff. Yeah. Like I understand that there's layers to it, but there's some people that would say, "Fuck all that." Like that's who you're with now. That's who you're married to, regardless of what you say. You didn't want to take his last name. There's some people that would just not be okay. I wonder with that how period. those people would feel about keeping a last name if you're divorced. Good question. I'm curious. I would like to know. <laughs> I think that if her and I did not have a son together and my son didn't have his and or my son didn't have his last name or my last name, then maybe I would see it a little bit differently. But the fact that we have a son together and his last name is. Then I could kind of understand that because I the women who I know of that have the same situation, they mm-hmm. also have children. Mm hmm. So I guess you do it. I just wouldn't want to walk around with the last name of a man I'm no longer with. I understand. That's how I. So it's hard for me to. Yeah. yeah, Listen, people don't even know how to address Christmas cards to me because Mm -hmm. we have all the fucking last names. I I told you the other day when we took the baby to the pediatrician. I have to stop and think for a minute. What's my daughter's last name? We have have all the fucking last names. I look crazy on paper. I mean, you had a good life. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) It hasn't been boring. But yeah, I I don't know. I don't get it. I don't know. Mm. I'm like, you can bleep that out. What? Her whole whole government. I just said it. I don't like that. Okay. All right. I don't know why. All right. Whatever. All right, let me let me put a note. <laughs> Bleep name. <laughs> um but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I guess I don't really um value or like I don't put the, the name thing on, on a high pedestal. So So what is your thought on if we get married? Like who decided when you were married about the name change? Was there something that she did because it's what people do? Or did you guys talk about it? You didn't have an opinion about it? So when we first got married, she kept her last name. Okay. And then she ended up changing it uh, probably around the time that Jackson was born or maybe before. I don't know. It, it, all that gets blurry because right, it's been right, so right. long ago. Um, but when we first got married, she was not. A, she she kept her last name okay. for a while. And then she eventually changed it. Um, I don't know. I, I Maybe how I felt then was a little bit different. Maybe I, I obviously it wasn't a big deal because I didn't I didn't expect her to change it right away and it it took a while. And that didn't bother you? Uh, no. I mean, maybe during arguments there might have been like some petty got it things yeah, thrown yeah. out there, like. But did I? How did I really feel about it? I, I really didn't care. I mean, when she became 
you know, when she took my last name, I, I, I guess it, it felt some sort of uh, like a little bit more of a community kind of thing mm -hmm. because I don't, I don't want to take away that aspect. Like if you don't have my last or if you did take my last name, I will feel nothing from it. I see. You I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. But where I am today, mm -hmm. if you never took my last name, I, it, it wouldn't. Yeah. It wouldn't bother me. But if you took my last name, then yeah, I, I might feel some yeah type of way. Like I, I'm not opposed to it. Well, I know why you're opposed why? to it. Why well, I am opposed to it? Yeah, no, why you are opposed to it? Like why I am? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you already said it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put it out here. <laughs> I I don't feel that way exactly anymore. Really? And I think it has to do with the fact that we have a child in common more than anything. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Like, I think it would be nice to have the same last name <laughs> with one with, of my with children. Somebody now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and I think that's probably where right. her no, state I of mind get was. It. I get and, that. And yeah, 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 I get it. Because I, it just, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Makes things a little bit easier on everybody. But um, but I certainly do not think that the the other extreme where people would say, oh, if you don't take their last name and you really don't love them or are you even really married? You know, because yeah. there are some people that do hold that kind of antiquated way of thinking. Mm -hmm. And I and I don't mean antiquated in a way to to say that they're doing it wrong. But now to me, it, that it that doesn't change anything. But I'd also say whether we're married or not officially, that's not going to change anything. As far as uh, how I view our partnership, it might deepen our bond in the sense of, okay, well, if you decide to go, it's not going to be as easy as you packing yeah. up and going. Right. But that's thinking on like the terminal end. Mm -hmm. And I don't think anyone should be in that state of mind when they're talking about, you know, a relationship in general, like what it would look like if it would, is it going to be easy out or a hard out? <laughs> yeah. You, that's, you see yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. But we have had these conversations on the podcast where there is something to be said about when you are married and that mm -hmm. there isn't that easy out, that it does give you a sense of security that at least with the stakes being a little bit higher, then that person would be more inclined to try to work things out and get through things because of what things can look like legally. Yeah. Because that that is there, right? And it I is. and I and I do understand that there is some added security in being married, mm -hmm. but with that, I, and I know I'm kind of opposing how I feel about it, but with that, you still shouldn't have that terminal way of thinking about the relationship, right? You see what I'm saying? Because whether it's hard or easy to get out of the relationship, or harder or easier, whatever that may look like. The focus should still be on making things work and, and being mature and figuring things out. Because at the end of the day, I mean, if if it's going to end and, and you're yeah, and you're ready to get the fuck out, well, yeah. then it, especially you shouldn't, from coming from people. Well, go ahead, finish. You shouldn't be tethered by a legal bond. Well, yeah, I was going to say because especially coming from people who have been divorced, so it's like right. Because then what? You're just you're just holding on for pride. You're holding on for, just to avoid legal fees or whatever that may <laughs> yeah, be, or yeah. you know, just to, like that's miserable. <laughs> yeah. So. If that's the only thing that's keeping you together is this piece of paper, I mean you're not you're not in good shape, if you ask me. And 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 I know the the argument would be, well, you know, what about legally if something happened to you or yada yada yada? Well, I mean, uh, that's lawyer paperwork. That's I guess and I like I would agree with that if that's if that plan if you plan on doing that then that makes sense mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying but if you just say that but never do anything then that's and I think like, that's usually how it works people usually right. say it and don't do it <laughs> exactly well, watch this we haven't done it yeah we and haven't. we have things that you know that need to be arranged right. you know if I kick the bucket tomorrow right, right. there's nothing there's a, yeah set aside for how things are going to get handled right now and you ha and and you have a lot of situations so it could get very complicated. 100%. Yeah. Now, luckily for you, I have a, yeah. somebody that, <laughs> right. you know, is a right, good right. person that can make sure everything is handled the way, the way it, it should, should be, be handled, mm -hmm. right? But um, what if that person isn't around? Right. Then, yes, it, it would be a good idea to have those things or be married, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Which would be 
and this is not my way of saying I'm opposed to marriage or I think it's an overrated thing. I'm not saying that at all. But where I was getting at was whether you take my name or not or whether, mm-hmm. you know, we were married or not, I, I, it doesn't change how I feel about our bond. Like, I don't think that it's uh, uh, anything less than just because of those two factors. Yeah, I get it. So there you have it, folks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. See, ready to piss some people off? I guess so. All right. So before we hit the record button, you saw that Ron DeSantis spoof, Bud Light yes. parody, whatever you want to call it, that was targeting trans. Are you ready? All right, people. We are back from a huddle. Christina <laughs> and I have collectively decided that we are going to cut damn near all entire podcast 30 minutes of of basically me getting laughed at for trying to try to have a a, 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 (laughs) talk it back into it is it empathizing sympathizing what would you categorize that nonsense okay thank you thank you for all that okay so we're going to jump right into (laughs) it's pretty good (laughs) yeah i told you it's good is it the world's best beard yes elected You've win. When I went and I purchased that, that was one of the that was one of the ones that we were drinking because it was with the um, I think it was like a beer. I wasn't event there. Or something like that. No. This is new. <laughs> Christina, these are the ones that have been sitting in the garage yeah, since yeah, before no, no. you were pregnant. Right, right, right. Correct. I just didn't know you've had this particular one before. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, babe. I've had that one. Yeah, it's been a year since I was drinking. I don't remember what you've been yeah, drinking. Yeah, I know the whole you're time. you're catching up. <laughs> catching up well. times. <laughs> but um we're gonna get into rule number four from the book Eight Rules of Love by Jay Shetty. Now I I be honest with you, I really didn't take much interest really? in this rule. Which is why I was originally trying to lump rule four and I five. It was, there was so much to it. So maybe that says more about me and just how <laughs> I, I feel about relationships in the world. I don't know. So I'm gonna let you take the lead on this one, but before we get into it. You raised a question about the idea that it appears, and this is something that's kind of annoying you, but only because it appears that way, but it appears that Jay Shetty is trying to... I don't know if annoying is the right word. I'm just going to clarify that. Okay. You feel... Um, conflicted. Conflicted. About yeah. It. Fair enough. About the idea that it appears that he is trying to illustrate that you, if you put in the work, you can make a relationship work with anybody. Yes, it's right? appearing that way. Okay, so I'll let you, you you tell me your thoughts on it and then I'll, I'll tell you what I think about it. Like why I think, why I'm taking that? No. Or if that's true? If that's true. I don't, I okay. don't think that's true. And I mean, I have a whole failed marriage <laughs> to talk about because of it. Mm-hmm. Now, I can say that given some of the things he talks about in this book and just uh, things I have learned, you know, post-divorce, if I look back, I can see more of where I was at fault mm-hmm. and I the things that I added that I didn't recognize and at the time mm-hmm. that were to the detriments of the marriage. Sure, but do I think that it would have worked out regardless. No, I, I just don't. I don't feel that way. I think I believe that there is that one person out there for you and okay. you choose to make it work with that person. I I don't know. I, I had, I'm, I'm conflicted. Because then it's like, oh, OK, love is a choice. Yes, sure. That's true. But that there's something to be said about. Sometimes there's just a connection with an individual that I don't think should exist with the rest of the world. I understand that. My only pushback on that would be, and I, from conversation that you and I have had, I know that this is not the case for you, but I think most people that go into a marriage at the time, they feel like that that person was their person. See, here's the thing. I didn't feel that way. Well, no, I know you didn't feel that way. Yeah. But I think most people that go into marriage, they feel that way initially, Okay. Wh- whatever that may be. And you, we can sometimes with people, you could just 
summing up to you know chemicals going crazy and not really understanding and being able to identify what's what and what isn't. You see what I'm saying? But for the most part, I would imagine that people go into marriage thinking that at some point that that person was the one. Okay. Right. We come to find out that a lot of times we build that that idea based on the wrong things. For instance, in my previous relationships, it was very heavy sex based. Mm. Right. So it was easier for me to believe that someone's the one because we were matching on uh, uh, sexual chemistry as far as the demand. Right. Our demands yeah. matched. So that felt good. And that, and that made things a little bit easier to become blinded by what was really out there. Right. But um, to kind of piggyback off of what you were saying, as you look back in hindsight and how it's 2020, <clears throat> you do find yourself being more able to hold yourself accountable for your actions that led to a divorce. And mm -hmm. then you can also evaluate what the other person did or they didn't do. So, or maybe would have done if I was different. Correct. You know so I mean? not to say that I disagree with you, <clears throat> but I could see a world where one person might believe that if you in fact did get married to someone because that person made you feel great at some point, but now there was a disconnect that led to a divorce. And we're not talking about abuse. We're not talking about adultery. We're not talking about any of that stuff because those are obviously red flags <clears throat> and outliers that could lead to a divorce and there's there's no recovering certain things, mm -hmm. right? We know that. But imagine a world where none of that took place and now you're talking about uh, more of a personality clash, right? Right. A values clash, like... Correct. Yeah. Correct. I do think that there is a world where if both of you were willing to do the work on yourselves and then the work on the relationship, I do think that there are a lot more relationships that are not beyond repair. Putting all the, the red flags and the deal breakers aside. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because at some point, at some point, if you got married to someone, more than likely you thought that that person was the person. Okay. Right. And so if you felt that way at some point, then it's possible to re rekindle that. Now, if you didn't feel that way and you you got married for the wrong reasons, then then there's then there might not be any repairing that because you knew before you made the leap that this person wasn't the right person that you were making the wrong. Or you move. had inclinations or, you know, 100 yeah, percent. Maybe now, you weren't completely sure, but there were doubts. Now, and then later you look back and you're like, oh, yeah, I should have listened to that. Correct. Because even when I look back at my my marriage, right, there wasn't any like true, true deal breaker. You, you, you see what I'm saying? Like like nothing that. Like a major event that was like broke the. Right. What was it, was it just saying? Everything that took place in our back. marriage could have been repaired if the two of us were different human beings at the time as far as mature enough and willing to put in the work. I was not willing to put in the work anymore, right? I felt that the efforts that I made was good enough, even though looking back, it wasn't. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure she felt that the efforts that she made was good enough, but looking back objectively, it wasn't. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? And so being in this in a, in a different state of mind then and compared to now, I think that there could have been a place where if there was a book that I was willing to read and that this person was willing to read. And you both were willing to and do we're, the work. And we were both willing to do the work individually because there was a lot of shit that I needed to repair about myself and there's a lot of shit that she needed to repair about her, you know, herself. It could have worked. You get what I'm saying? I guess then that's where I think, okay, because that was your person. See, but I think that's an oversimplification. Because I feel like that desire to do that work comes from oh, somewhere. Oh, 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 oh. I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I thought you were saying that she was my person. No, no, no. No, no, no. Saying you're saying, in a you're saying if we were, scenario. if we were. Correct. correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. Yeah. And I wasn't the person that I am today. And she, and I, I don't know who she is today. Right. Right. So I, I can't speak for her. Right. She could very well be the same person that I divorced or she could be an improved human being. I don't know. Right. Doesn't matter. But uh, yeah, maybe. Maybe. Because I mean, here we are. We're willing to read books and, and do different things. Right. So. 
Yeah. And honestly, I think it's way harder now, at least for me. Like all the work that I have to do now, mm -hmm. because it's less, I've been through <laughs> so much shit leading up to this point in this relationship. Mm -hmm. it's like it would have been less work for me to have done the work then. Yeah. Really? Yeah. For, for me. I get it. I get it. So again, not to say that I, I disagree with you and I, and I, and I believe that all relationships can be saved, but I could see a world where he is painting this glass half full idea that if both of you are willing to do the work, then it can be recovered. But again, that takes both people willing to do the work, which yeah. takes a certain kind of personality to even pick up a book and read a book. Right. That takes a certain kind of personality yeah. to not only pick up and read a book, but to pick up and read a book and realize and, I fucked up yeah. in this area. Accept I fall it. short in yeah. this area. And then do the work. And then I want to do better. Mm hmm not even want to do better then do better and then do better <laughs> yeah you get it's what i'm saying lot. yeah so there's a lot of factors involved so is it possible i think it's possible but there are a lot of things that need to take place that a lot of people just aren't willing to do or will do right so but i, I wonder if the willingness to do it comes from knowing that that's the person for you versus just choosing someone to make it work with I, I i don't know i don't know if that made any sense so do you think that given my situation right where i'm saying that i wasn't even that type of person that i am today uh -huh. willing to do the work you almost had to become your own person you know what i'm saying like you had to be the person for you true before you could be the person for, for someone else. else. Right. So it's quite possible that that person could have been my person if I was my own person first. I get what you're saying. You, you see what I'm yeah. saying? So then but that- But then her, her being her own person would have had to align with you correct, being your own person. Correct, yeah, yeah, correct, yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. So then, then it's quite possible that what he's saying is could be true that you can make relationships work any relationship work if you want it to yeah because for me to sit here and say i didn't want to because i well i didn't want to be with that person anymore mm -hmm. but who's to say that i wouldn't have enjoyed her more if she was in her final form in terms right, of what exactly. this book we, is talking about, know, right? I don't know, and I would right. never know. Right, exactly. But the the time didn't match; it didn't match up. So, then, but then I guess then on a spiritual level, then that just was my person. That person was put in place to be—I don't want to say a stepping stone to minimize her, but just like a stepping stone to get me to where I needed to be today. If and, all things happen for me, I'm sure it, it could be mutual. If oh, we're yeah, talking yeah. about growth. If we're talking about, you know, 100 percent, 100 percent, because I, I if you depend on what you believe in, I had to go through that in order to get here. Correct. You see what I'm saying? Right. So. I get why he did that, but I can see why you I feel don't know if conflicted he's intentionally doing that, but I'm, I've I don't know. I know I've picked that up. I picked that up you for know? the book, but it's also he has to sell a book. And in selling hope is a, a big fucking thing. Yeah. And I would imagine that the people that are going to pick up a book like this or people that are going to pick up All About Love by Bell Hooks or people that are going to pick up all the, the love books and the mm -hmm. life books and self-help books in general. Yeah. You're picking up this book because there's something in you that that you see a flaw in you and you want to do better. Right. And it really helps when you have a partner that is doing the same thing yeah. and doing the work. And then now you all could come together and be too dope people for one another right and then i i also wonder that too because for example everything that triggers me about you mm -hmm. and our relationship is an opportunity of growth for me from like he says karma mm -hmm. that i don't think it's coincidence you know what i'm saying like i don't think that what has come up in our relationship 
that has caused me to work on myself, those are things I needed to work on. Like, and I, I don't think that's a coincidence that who you are as a person and then what this relationship looks like because of who we are as individuals is helping me grow and heal things that needed to be healed within me. Okay. And I don't know if just anybody that experience would have happened with just anybody. Right. As you were just saying, I would have had to be the person that I am in order to <laughs> correct put up with the person that you are. <laughs> but then, there's a title of your next book. But yeah. then, but then too, but then too, like there's there's something that happens in our relationship where where we challenge one another, and and yeah, I I don't think it would have worked with just any other personality type. For instance, I say to you, one of the things that ruined my previous relationship was her inability to communicate as effectively as you and I communicate with one another to the point where I have been told that I will make her feel stupid. Yeah. Not because of the things that I said as far as like, I didn't say things to, to put the person like down. Belittle her or something. But, yeah. but just the, the, the challenges and, and the, how deep we go and mm -hmm. things like that, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's almost like, uh, uh, I really can't explain it for her, but, Maybe, maybe she wasn't able to go as deep as you and I go. Right. So me, who I am, works best, works better with you than it has right. with other people because of where we are able to go as far as layers and conversations and understanding and right. try to dig things and pull things out and then after we do that, break that down and Lord, it's, a yeah. it's, it's, it's a lot. It's a it's it's a lot that goes into it. Or even what we do now. We we read a book and then we have a discussion about it and you feel some way about it. I feel some way about it. Then we can do something like take a conversation about how do you feel about a last name and then kinda <laughs> Yeah. Make it a thirty minute conversation. Breaking it down, okay, yeah. well this is how you feel about it. And this yeah. is how I feel about it and yada 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 and and then walk away and not feeling that you were defeated in the conversation. Like yeah, e no. even if we disagree, like I, I never feel like I won and I never right. feel like you lost or, you know, I lost and you won. And we typically don't agree. <laughs> no. But what, what, yeah. what did we say the other day? Like we, we, we had a little, we had a little conflict and it's like, well, this is just my personality. And I said that and I, I meant it this way, but you took it this way. Yeah. And it just is what it is. I'm not going to argue with you about it. Right. But this is me. And I understand why you took it that way. And I understand why you react that way. And I didn't take offense to it because I, I get it. Right. And it's just. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now what kind of thing? Right. You know? And then what do we do? Just, yeah. Just. Move on. on. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Right. So, um, I don't know, but I certainly think that you you kind of have to sell hope to people because people need that. Right. People need hope. Imagine, imagine if you know, I would have been able to walk away from my marriage a whole lot better with no regrets at not not to say that I regret getting a divorce but my hindsight would have been a, a way more uh sharing positive experience if I had a book like this and I was willing to read it and I was willing to do the work but this person wasn't mm -hmm. and I can I, I I could have honestly said I tried everything and it didn't work right but I tried everything you see what i'm saying right but that but i can't say that i can't look my son in the eye and say hey look i, I didn't want to divorce your mother i really 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 wanted to work i can't say that to him right because i know what really 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 wanted to work looks like now it looks like yes. therapy yeah it looks like books it's it looks like talking patience. it looks like being vulnerable yeah it looks like patience yeah it looks like identifying <clears throat> why this person is doing what they're doing right and then excusing them for it from time to time because right. they need that because they need that in order to grow i didn't do any of that so i i can't look back and say that i tried everything i look back and i say i didn't give a shit <laughs> and i didn't even try in comparison to what i know what trying looks like and yep i did it 
I got I it was just as an impulsive decision as it was to get married to that person. It was an impulsive. It was an impulsive decision. Yeah. It was very immature. And, um, you know, I don't I don't want to say it shouldn't have happened. But I mean, if if I was who I am today, it would not have happened. Yeah, I see. But not because of. Not necessarily because of who that person is, but just no, I, I, I just yeah. move differently. The way you handle exactly your life. Yeah, exactly. I just move differently. So it has right. less to do with an attack on the person and just more to do with just how I do things. Right. I'm not as impulsive and I, I think things through and yada, yada, yada. I wonder if having an open mind to the idea that you can make it work with anyone mm-hmm. will then leave you open to finding the the right one for you. 100%. I think that's more what it is than than anything else. And then that state of mind, like I was saying, makes you the person that you need to be for you in order to yeah. give to the world. Right. And it will right. and it will allow a space where you can make something work for some with somebody else. But now they also have to do the work too. Correct. If work's needed. I don't know. Everybody needs work. Yeah, in some areas, but some people need yeah. more than others, right? Some right. people don't need a book. Yeah. There are plenty of and not just not and by plenty I don't mean the majority. <clears throat> I I do not believe it's a majority, but there are plenty of couples out there that have very happy relationships that probably don't need to pick up a book. It, it's just the way their life's worked out and and right. the way that that they're both their personalities because personalities play a big part. Big, big part. And background. Background, right. Personality background. Yeah. Play a big, big part. Yeah. And and they're able to get through things without therapy or a, a therapist. They're able to get through things without books. My guess would be that even those couples at some point in their life will have those moments where they do need to pick up a book and go to therapy. Life is too long. Fair enough. You know what I mean? Fair enough. Assuming you're in a growth relationship. Unless Fair you're enough. just the stagnant. You know, so that doesn't sound happy. And and therapy might look differently for different people. Correct. For instance, it might not look like a therapist. It might look like church. It might look like exactly. talking to a, a yeah. pastor or, or a couple's retreat uh-huh. or whatever. Correct. You know Correct. what I mean? Correct. Yeah, yeah. Right. Some sort of outside influence. Right. To help keep that bond together. Mm-hmm. So, guru, mm-hmm. what were your thoughts on it? It's been my favorite. Really? So far. <laughs> isn't that, isn't yeah. that something? Isn't that something? Well, and I should have known. And it's so funny because it, this is so on fucking brand. I should have known because I. <laughs> you were ready to throw this no fucking rule in it. out. Yes. You're like, One. condense it, bring it there. I didn't get shit from this. I was like, oh. And yep. then I'm reading it and I'm like, all of this. What are you talking about? There you have it. Yeah. I should have known. You're going to love it. <laughs> soak it all up. It's going to be the best thing. Well, also because like you are my guru so it's just like everything that i was reading about it which i read before but then you know amnesia or um, early onset dementia mm-hmm. what i have then i forget and then i read it and i was like oh my god <laughs> yeah yeah okay so the way he starts it off is explaining that how we see ourselves is inherently flawed so like you think people see you the way you see yourself mm-hmm. but no people see you from their own perspective mm-hmm. right and typically how other people see you is a more accurate description which of who you are now who's <laughs> who did you hear that from first <laughs> you know it's so funny i know he's not white but he's closer oh to white than God. me the white man's word is gold no you have always said that and you Oof, no, one of the things that I've I said. never shit on you when you've said that. No, you haven't. No, you I haven't. haven't. You I haven't. have you not. Haven't. But you did about your arm. No, I didn't. I believed you too. Mm-hmm. I just thought I might need imaging mm-hmm. and you couldn't do that for me. Well, yeah, I did. <laughs> I imaged it with my fingers. How about that? No, no, no. But I 100% have been saying <laughs> you have, for a while now that, well, that since I, I've known you, you've right. been saying that. And I didn't read that in the book. This is just, this yeah. is just from just being around the world and, right. and and just being around people, right? There's, you know, there's no substitute for experience. And not to no. say that I'm the most experienced person on the planet, but I spend a lot of you time with different people right. from all over 
the world. You know what I'm right. saying? With, and by all over the world, I mean like just diff from different walks of life, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. And from different countries and whatever. Mm -hmm. Just just because this this city is a melting pot, right? But yes, yes, I truly believe that the world's perception of you is a more accurate description of who you are than what you think you are, or and, or not even you think you are, how. You, what you think you are that the world sees you that way correct yeah yeah, yeah. correct right. and i and the example that i used was you might not think you're an asshole mm -hmm. right <laughs> yeah but if everyone or not everyone but the majority of people that you encounter say that you come off like an asshole Chances even are. if you <laughs> don't feel that in your heart when you're coming out and saying things yeah. you're an asshole right and I think the sooner that you are open to that mm -hmm. and want to change your experiences with people, then the better off you'll be. Or or at least accepting that, that if this is the result that you're going to get every time. And but you're OK with that. 100 percent. If right. you're OK with it, you're OK with it. But you can't deny that the world sees you as an asshole. So their opinion of you matters more because you do not live on this planet alone this is a group community <laughs> effort if you, you see what i'm know. saying <laughs> so if that's the role that you play in this society yeah. that's how people are going to see you that's how people are going to treat you and they are going to move accordingly around you right and that and that just doesn't extend out to assholes that extends out to everybody yeah. right and it just it, it is what it is right so yeah so he he was saying that your partner is your mirror and he also like made it a point to separate that sure like you can have your family or your friends or close people around you will show you who you know be a reflection of who you are true but mm -hmm. nobody like a romantic relationship because you see that versions of that person or that person in moments that not everybody's going to get that only a romantic partner would get so the the more accurate description of who you are depiction of who you are is how your partner views you and one thing that he said, I'm going to read it because I don't want to get it wrong. So, for example, like when our partner annoys us or when we have a problem with something that our partner does and we think that they're wrong, in all actuality, he says, we assume it's their fault instead of realizing that their actions and our reactions are educating us about ourselves. Like that one hit for me. Yeah. <laughs> Big time. Big time. Because for me, it's been hard <laughs> on so many different levels and so many different conflicts that we've had mm -hmm. to accept that I'm not right. So, okay. oh, good God. Like this one, <laughs> this whole this whole thing, like so many times I go into a conflict or come out of a conflict mm -hmm. thinking, no, like I'm right. Like mm -hmm. how I, and it's just, it's been wrong. And that's never happened to me, like in my whole life, the way that it's happened with you. And then I thought about, I wanted to tell the nanny story, but like Cliff Notes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Go for it. Tell the nanny story. Why are you looking at me like that? No, no, no. I'm looking at you because I'm reflecting about something that I just said on the podcast about and how what? I was saying like, I don't walk away feeling like I won and you lost, and 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 I and I and I didn't get a head nod. Well, from when you, you say it, <laughs> when you said that, I was like, and I didn't get a head nod from you, and now you just confirm. Oh no, this bitch, she walks away thinking that she won every like I fucking slam dunk <laughs> like I got his ass like every single time. Did I just hit that. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just making sure. There we go. Only, only because your face is being blocked. And then also like. Nah, I feel like it's too. Okay. Not even just thinking that I'm right, uh -huh. but also realizing that why I think I'm right is connected to a fucking trigger of mine from God knows where mm -hmm. that I have to figure out and navigate and get through and heal. Mm -hmm. God, it, it's been exhausting. So are we sharing a nanny story? Yes. Okay. Okay. Can you say, because I think you could do it less emotional than me. Okay. And just like with the, the key important points. Okay. All right. So we have a nanny that watches our daughter, what, two, three times a week. Yeah. Great woman. She loves our daughter. So 
uh, it, it broke our heart kind of uh, with this initial initially broke our heart with this interaction that we had from her. Uh-huh. Right. So you were slated to come home at what, 430 that day? Yeah, I think so. OK, I wasn't supposed to come home until later that day, but I ended up coming home at 425. Yeah, five, it was crazy. five, five it was minutes like, before yeah. you. I pull up to the house and the nanny is outside with our daughter. Now, initially, I didn't think anything of it because our daughter loves to be outside and she can be a handful to deal with. So sometimes <laughs> just going outside with her yeah, is the only, is thing the only calm way her down. to yeah. calm her down yeah. and get her to just relax. So I'm thinking, oh, well, they're just outside because the nanny just does whatever she needs to do in order to yeah. please our daughter. So I get out the car and I greet her. She greets me and she says, oh, my God, I'm so happy that you're home because I was locked out of the house. And I'm like, locked out of the house? You know, what's going on? How did she get locked out of the house? Her knee-jerk reaction was to tell me a story that she got locked out of the house because she went on a walk with our daughter while Christina and her oldest daughter were in the middle of leaving in order to go run errands. They were not paying attention to the fact that the nanny and our daughter were outside for a walk And so out of a natural reaction, when they close the door, they lock the door, locking her out of the home. Right. And not only was she locked out of the home, but she was locked out of the home for about two and a half hours, two hours, two and a half hours. With no phone. No phone, no keys, obviously, no nothing. So she's just outside and our neighbor was nice enough to let her stand in the I think the it was an hour and a half. Doorway? It was an hour, it was an hour and a half. half? Yeah. Okay. She told you about 30 minutes and it ended up being like an hour and a half, I think. Correct. Correct. She told me 30 minutes, but the 30 minutes was also lumped into the time that she was able to spin the outside neighbor's. the neighbor's door, whatever, oh, because God. the neighbor didn't want to let her in the house. So she just let her stand she in the doorway. Just let her stand in the doorway to, to feel the AC Jesus breeze. Christ. With, with, with a so five month old baby. Yeah. Anyway. Not the neighbor's fault, right? <laughs> <laughs> so my knee-jerk reaction was I sent Chris a text and it said, hey, you locked the nanny out the house. Mm-hmm. And then you sent me a text message back, but I did not respond because I'm having a conversation with the nanny and yeah. I'm trying to get her out the house and go. You then pull up before the nanny leaves. Yes. I'm of the state of mind that this accident occurred and it is what it is. Everyone's fine and it's no big deal. Mm-hmm. You were of the belief of what actually took place that, no, the nanny was in the house mm-hmm. when you left. You saw her and she must have locked herself out of the house. Right. Because you were certain that she was in the house when you when I left. left. Right. So I went inside the bedroom. I changed my clothing like I always do after working. I grabbed the baby. You and the nanny were talking uh-huh. but didn't really have a conversation about it. She leaves, and now it's you and I trying yes. to figure out what the hell happened, mm-hmm. right? So this is where things get a little triggering for Christina. <laughs> so Christina then confronts me because I believe that she accidentally knocked the, lock, locked the nanny out only because that's the only story that I know. Right. So Christina informs me of her side of the story, and then I play neutral, and I basically say, hey, I wasn't there. I don't know what happened. Everything's fine. Let's move on. You, however, wanted yeah. me to take sides. Right. Now, I could be annoying to you and anyone else because yeah, I don't know how the rest of the world would feel, but to me it's it's hard to navigate sometimes. I I'm a very objective person. The most objective person. I typically don't take sides. Unless I know that something happened and I have seen it and I can say for a fact that I know and understand that something took place. Because this particular incident, there was a little bit of gray area where it could have been a mistake of leaving the house and locking the door and not not knowing that the nanny was outside because you thought, you know, she was inside the house. I thought that that story could have been true. And I also thought it could have been true that you, your perception of the story was is that you saw her and you left the house knowing that she was in the house with the baby. Right. So where things really got blurry for me 
was you involved your oldest daughter mm-hmm. and you all weren't even on the same page as far as where you all saw the, the name, name last. Yeah. So I try to move on, but you in that moment needed me to believe your story and I didn't disbelieve it. You just chalked it up to perception. I and chalked it up to it's possible yeah. that both your perceptions of yeah. what took place could have been right. real to you all, but everything's fine. <clears throat> Let's move on. Right. Right. So here we are. Fast forward. You come back with video evidence because we have a ring camera and the ring camera shows you leaving the house. Uh-huh. And then 30 minutes later, the she nanny walks outside with the baby. And then and now then she's there, outside with she's the baby outside, for yeah. an hour and a half. Right. So we talked about this to the therapist and yada, yada, yada. <laughs> yeah. And you now, maybe, I don't know, now understand. Yeah. Because even in the t- at the time, like, I, even when we talked to the therapist about it, mm-hmm. like, she was just saying, like, my need to be believed by you was a separate issue from what was actually happening, which is how you felt about it. Like, Correct. That wasn't a necessity for you to believe me. In that moment, it didn't matter because right. everything was fine. But to me, it's all that mattered, especially when I was right. Correct. My version was the truth. Mm-hmm. But then I felt like if I hadn't had video to prove it, mm-hmm. then you would have thought that I was lying, mm-hmm. which is not what you said. No, I did right. not think you were lying. To me, I was stuck in this headspace of somebody was lying. Correct. Because there is truth, so the Correct. other version must have been a lie. That's where I was stuck. So either she was a liar or I was a liar. Correct. And it bothered me that her and I were on the same, like, what's what I'm trying to say? Our Even words carried field. the same weight. Correct. I'm like, here's the stranger mm-hmm. telling you what happened. Here's mm-hmm. me telling you what happened. But to you, it's all the same? Like, I, that made me feel some type of way. So just to be clear, because the two stories were so realistic to where it could have happened either way. Mm-hmm. And because it was, it could have been a class of per, per, clash of perceptions mm-hmm. because of your story was different from her story, who was different from your daughter's story. You <laughs> yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not that I wouldn't have taken your side if you decided to move forward and take action. Correct. Yeah. So just to be clear for the rest of the world out there, if there was no video evidence at all mm-hmm. and Christina decided, hey, we're going to end up firing this Danny because I know that she lied to me. I know what took place. Do you back me? I would 100% back her. I wouldn't have needed evidence to back her. But if Christina would have then said, because you believe for a fact that what I said happened, right? I wouldn't be able to say yes, but not because I think she's a liar, only because I wasn't there. So I don't know what is fact. Right. But you needed me to believe that your story was right. true for fact. It was 100% true. Right. And I yeah. cannot say that to you. Right. But I can say it to you now. Because I see video evidence of it. Right. The bigger picture is, and this is where it's tying into the guru thing and, you know, just Mm how, um, you know, your past. How you move triggers me. Right. How (laughs) I move triggers you. Because you need me to not view you like I view the rest of the world in terms of how I interact with situations and things like that sometimes i want to be an exception to your rule right but then that would take away from so many other things that matter more correct right and i i I had to separate that like your objectivity is such a good thing and it helps me in so many other ways but then i had being objective has to apply to everything Correct. <laughs> so I can't pick and choose when I want you to be objective. But I'm team you. I know. I'm on your side. Right. And I'm, and I'm on your side with everything. Right. But there have been times where I have been on your side and I tell you I don't agree with you. But right. I'm on your side. Right. I, th- I think that could have gone a little bit differently. I think you could move this way, but I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm on your side. Right. I'm, I'm willing to die on this hill with you. But I, right. don't, I don't think it's built off of the right intentions or right. state of mind. 
Right. And for me also, I had to. So we had this therapy session together where we spoke about this. Mm -hmm. And even then I was so bothered. Yeah. So then the therapist and I tackled that separately, just her and I, Mm -hmm. the next time I met with her. And a lot of that and speaking to her, because sometimes therapy all not, I'm not going to take away from therapy because it does matter. Like therapists do bring things to the table that are important. Mm -hmm. But sometimes you speaking, you actually figure it out for yourself. But it takes a good person to bounce shit off of for you to see different things differently. You know what I mean? Mm. So come to find out for me, I think a lot of me needing you to believe me had to do with, because like I was saying, I would feel like otherwise it would mean that you think I'm a liar. Mm Mm-hmm. And how me f- that feeling was connected to so many other things that have been happening for years mm-hmm. where people have tried to make me out to be a liar. Mm-hmm. And I have had to defend myself and prove that I'm not a liar. Mm-hmm. So that was a major fucking trigger that was separate from you. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, again, that goes to show like sometimes things will happen with your partner. Mm-hmm. That will open up this can of worms that you need to process right. in order to grow. Right. Because even even when we did get into a little argument over um, the the you know the the scenario that took place with the nanny and and me not believing you and taking your side, when you and I were speaking with one another, we weren't arguing the same, same like thing. we weren't yeah. arguing about the same conversation right you thought i was calling you a liar and i was telling you i'm not calling you a liar right but me understanding you and having an opportunity to sit in therapy with you and then all the conversations that we have and all the unpacking and everything that goes on in our relationship and just how transparent we are with one another it has made it has made it a lot easier to uh, find myself in those scenarios with you and have a better understanding of where it's coming from and not being able to take it personal. Yeah, I see. Yeah, I mean, that's a lot has happened to give you that opportunity. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And then even in, in I think it's the, the flip with me, right? Yeah. Like, you you see my world. You see where I've come from. You 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 spend a lot of time with my parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I I know it's easy for you to see, you know, okay, this this is what this person means, and this is what this person is coming from, or this is or or why you are the way you are. Why I am the way I yeah. am. Yeah. Right. Right. So. Right. <laughs> but there's there's that's one example of many. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh god. <laughs> we, I, I for, have forgotten more shit than I can remember that because it's, yeah. it's 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 been like this. Yeah. And anytime we go in our therapy sessions, it's usually <laughs> discussing like, and it's it's so it's it's like you go into it like you you want to ask Rhonda who's right and who's wrong. Like, I know that's what you want to do. I know that's what you want to do every time we go into it. But that's usually what it is. But she does a good job at at, uh, unpacking it. Well, she does. Like, like she never blatantly will say someone is right and someone is wrong. But she helps me. Because, again, you're my man. And there's so much emotion attached to these Mm -hmm. things that even if I can understand where you're coming from like i i sometimes need to hear it from somebody else to like that has no attachment you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. to make me be like or sometimes she'll word it differently Mm -hmm. than you because sometimes you don't deliver things as pretty to me right so that i can't get the message because i'm stuck on the delivery Uh so sometimes i just need another perspective from an outsider. And what to color be like, is she? <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Nathan. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. What 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 else did you find I'm interesting to think in what that? else? Did you have anything? I honestly I You had nothing? I, I Jesus. And that rule, it just I don't know, I just felt like 
I don't know. So clearly I'm not your guru. No, see, that's the thing is that <laughs> I, I didn't feel less about that rule because I, not because I, I feel like you're not my guru, but because to me, it just felt so obvious. If that okay. makes sense. I guess. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Not really. No. Okay. So the opening statement was something that I've been saying. You see yeah. what I'm saying? The whole guru thing. Like, I feel like we've been there. Like we've been in that position. Maybe, maybe you have, maybe this phase for you with me happened already or something. Yeah. I don't know. I guess. Have, but haven't you seen a change in how I approach? Yes. Yeah. Conflicts and situations with us. Yeah. I guess that has, that's it. You then. see what I'm saying? Yeah. So maybe that's why it, there wasn't a lot of takeaways from this. Because to <laughs> right. me, it was just like, like, yeah, yeah. Right. Isn't that how yeah. it's supposed to work? Right. Kind of thing. Yeah. So not to say that this is not important, uh -huh. but a lot of it didn't stick out to me. Like it didn't, it didn't catch me. Okay. And you know, you know what it is too? I think it is, is that this one was more of a feelings rule uh -huh. as opposed to like fact or this, that, if that makes sense. Like I get more engaged by statistics, numbers and okay. fact. Yeah. This was, is very subjective. True. So maybe that's why it was less appealing to me. Right. Okay. I'm going to, I want to, I want to point this out because this might be good for people overall. Mm -hmm. So throughout this book, he has like little exercises mm -hmm. that I think are important. So for this, for the guru, he um, gives you exercises that will help you acknowledge the guru's skills and identify their weaknesses. So one is leads through service, two is leads by example, three is helps you um, to your goals, not theirs, or four offers guidance without criticism, judgment, or abuse. So those are like some skills that like your partner could be bringing to the table that you might not even realize. I definitely don't bring the last one. You, you tell me that you feel criticized when, not all the time, but some of the times when I say something. Yes, because like I said, sometimes it's your execution. I'm not even saying that execution is bad. No, I get it. I get it's it. It's just like it's how I, know I me. take it. I know me. I know me. Some, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes it's not very soft. And I right. have I have had to learn and I think like I've been doing a way better job of like taking what you say and understand that you're not coming from a, a space of coming down on me. But that's it's taken getting to know you consistently for me to get there it wasn't always that way it's not easy to be criticized to take criticism at least not for me constructive or not right and but yours is always constructive but i don't take it that i haven't taken it that way always well and i, and I get it in that because i don't i don't lay a heavy coat of sugar sometimes no. sometimes i just get i just just get straight give it to you straight to the point and it is what it is yeah but um, yeah. But I I I know that that is something that I I could do better at. But in those moments, I have to remind myself who you are, and how you, you know, all the rest of the relationship and all the other things that you do and how you do them. Like in those moments, instead of getting offended, I have to stop and think. Okay, this man loves the shit out of me. He's there for me in every way. So this is coming from a good space, even though I'm not liking how you're saying it. Mm -hmm. but that that's taken like time. <laughs> <Yeah>. Well, <laughs> you know, we're here. Yeah, we're here. So is that it? I think ready so. to get out of here. Yeah. All right, people. I don't know how long this podcast is going to be for you all. <laughs> I know how yeah. long we've been recording, but a lot is about to get cut out. Yeah. <laughs> but but thank you for rocking with us this has been another episode of the feelings first facts later podcast the podcast where we be saying shit but we ain't saying shit as always i go by the name nathan mitchell and i did this with the lovely christina bye face bye 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 face